Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special year-end episode of The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. This year, The Wrap was packed full of information, resources, tips, and tools designed to make your life and job easier. With more than 40 episodes covering a wide range of topics, we hope The Wrap has become part of your weekly routine at Michigan Medicine. If it hasn't, be sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. Or you can just stay tuned to the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel, which posts a video version of each show. And of course, you can find the podcast as part of the headlines we can review every Friday. On that note, let's dive into some of the year's most memorable episodes. All year, the rap covered topics that are often overlooked. For instance, the father of a man who died from substance use disorder came on to discuss his experience as part of a show previewing the We Can Be Heroes event hosted at the Michigan Theater. Here's a snippet from that conversation. Um, now, Mario, can you tell us a little bit more um, about Families Against Narcotics and the role that it has in the Washtenaw community? Families Against Narcotics, and in particular, particular the Washtenaw chapter, uh, we started it now it's going on three and a half years. It'll be four years in September of this year. And I can't believe it's been that long, but uh, coming up on four years ago, my son died from an overdose. He was prescripted uh, opioids, became addicted to those, to that drug. And uh, I won't bore you with this, with the entire story, but a year and a half later, he was found dead in a hotel with a needle in his arm, uh, having injected it himself. Uh, no prior run-ins with the law. Um, it, it's just a tragedy that we're still working through. Um, and I thought to myself after my son died that um, we've got to do something. We've got to do something so that people know they've got access to people who will listen, people who will, who will help make connections in the community in which they live. The rap also wasn't afraid to touch on the issue of workplace violence in healthcare. Here's a look at an interview that outlined the important work being done at Michigan Medicine to keep everyone as safe as possible. Can you give a broad overview of what workplace violence is and why it tends to be so prevalent in settings such as healthcare? Uh, great question, Daniel. You know, broadly, workplace violence is any verbal, nonverbal, or physical behavior that's impacting persons in the workplace that can cause emotional um, or physical harm. Um, as a high reliability organization and communicating clearly as one of our foundational skills, we know that it's important to create a definition of what constitutes workplace violence. So our full definition can be found within the FAQs that were recently sent out through the global messaging. Why is so prevalent in healthcare? Well, working in healthcare, we're five times more likely to suffer a workplace violence injury than other workers overall. And in 2018, OSHA data showed us that healthcare workers account for about 73% more of non-fatal workplace injuries um, and illnesses due to violence. This year, the RAP debuted a new series called Parents and Caregivers on the Front Lines. 
which is designed to offer insight that will make it easier for our employees to balance their home and work lives. Dr. Helen Morgan, the brainchild behind the series, joined the podcast to kick it off and explain her thinking behind it. I, um, I have two daughters that are um, 12 and 15 years old, and my husband is also uh, in my department. He's a depart- uh, he, uh, Dan Morgan. He is also a professor within my department. And um, I think for many of us, we have our professional identities, our professional lives, and our families, whether it's our children or taking care of our parents, is such an important part of our everyday. And I think for a long time, it wasn't talked about in terms of how these can be such stressors, um, taking care of little kids, taking care of sick parents, um, especially for women, but, but definitely impacts men as well in terms of their career development, in terms of promotion and kind of leadership opportunities. Finally, members of the Michigan Medicine Leadership Team joined the RAP throughout the year. U of M Health President David Miller joined to kick off 2022 with a message of gratitude to our faculty, staff, and learners. Then later, he stopped by to discuss the future of the organization and how you can play an important role in advancing health to serve Michigan and the world. Here's a bit of what he had to say. It's important that over time, we continue to develop new clinical programs or strengthen those that exist to develop new partnerships, both with communities as well as with other health systems across the state to continue to meet the needs of our patients and to reflect back on that mission concept of advancing health to serve Michigan and the world. So the overall concepts of building our base and strategic growth and partnership allow us to not only continuously improve, but also to focus. Because within those concepts are a number of initiatives, priorities, and goals that I hope we'll have a chance to talk about today that will allow a large, complex organization, I think, to come together, take our many strengths, and move us forward as an organization. Now, while Dr. Miller was looking ahead, retiring Chief Medical Officer Dr. Jeff Desmond did some reflecting on the eve of his retirement at the end of 2022. Here's some of the conversation when Dr. Desmond gave insight into how medicine has changed since he joined the organization nearly 30 years ago. Yeah, so when you've been here almost 30 years, uh, it has changed. It's changed a lot. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I, I think there's some some very obvious things that people would think of. I mean, f- first of all, there's just been the advancement of the science of medicine, which is, you know, increasing at an ever-increasing pace. Um, and so the the scope of knowledge, um, the the level of understanding, and the the expansion of the scientific understanding of disease and the treatments that we have for it has just phenomenally expanded in the last thirty years. You know, we have people that get treatments at home or or you know live with devices at home that they, we couldn't even deliver in the hospital thirty years ago. So so that level of of complexity of care that has um, evolved from the advancement of the science and understanding of disease and the development of treatments. Really, I think that's one of the fundamental things um, has been that is that we increasingly care for increasingly complex um, patients, and and that that you know there's people alive with uh, conditions now that are chronic conditions that they never would have survived even 30 years ago. So, so that's that's remarkable, I think, in and of itself. And that's our look back at some of the most memorable conversations across more than 40 episodes of the RAP Employee Podcast in 2022. 
As we prepare to sign off for the year, we of course want to thank you, our listeners and viewers, for everything you have done for patients, families, and each other during another challenging year. We'll see you in 2023.